Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> Ever wonder why liberals are referred to as the left and conservatives as the right? I found in the Bible. The heart of the wise inclines to the right, but the heart of the fool to the left. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Uh, and which testicle drops first? Is it the left or the right? Well, the left hangs lower. <laughs> By the it, way, you know how our intro has those laughing things of me laughing? Yeah. Yes. I think we should put Woody Woodpecker's laugh in there. Can you st- stitch that in there, Smitty, in the future? Yeah, hold on. So wait. it goes. Let me hear. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Thank you very much. I keep that on file. I have a lot of notes. I, I, I'm, I'm going to put on the glasses. Good thinking, Mike. Because I have so many notes, and there's nothing worse than a broadcaster who stumbles and bumbles his way through a broadcast because he doesn't have on his glasses for vanity reasons. That's true. Hate that. Most vain people in the world of broadcasting are the TV anchors who, when you don't see this, they, they, when they go to a break, the first thing they do is they reach under and they grab the mirror, the, mirror, yeah. the handheld mirror, they look and they fix their hair and they, they check their makeup, and that's the guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. Vanity, man. <laughs> and these guys that have vanity plates wow. on their cars? What does that do? Well, they're special. Now, fuck them. <laughs> Uh, you know, I say that, and uh, I'm okay. I don't really care about him at all. Uh, <coughs> okay, now let me clear my throat. You okay, Mike? Yeah. Uh, Bill Smith. Thank you. And Ben Kitchen. Hello. I'm Mike Adams, mm-hmm. your host. We're all the hosts, though. We're all co-hosts. It's not. There's no one host. You know? Well, it says the, the Planet Mikey podcast. Well, it say the Planet Mikey, Bill, and Ben Well, then that's only because no one knows about Planet Bill Smith. It's true. Yet. I'm in a silent orbit. <laughs> and Planet Kitchen. Yeah, that's probably some cooking YouTube video. <laughs> right? Probably. If not, you should take it. I that. should take it. Yeah. That's right. And <clears throat> the best thing about Ben Kitchen is when we went to all the different languages. That's the best thing about and me. Figured figured out yep. what? How do you say it in Swedish? How do you say it in French? How do you say it in Chinese? Mm. Kitchen, cucina is right. That would be Italian. Yeah. Is that Italian? I think so. Or maybe uh, cucina. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, now we got to review. So we got to okay. go back and do the whole thing so, again. Yeah, that's <laughs> all I know is that in Sweden, <laughs> kitchen is pronounced cock. Good for you, Ben. Thanks. Have you told anybody that just in casual conversation? Everyone. By the way, in Sweden. It's usually how I start. Over in Sweden, the girls call me cock. Hi, I'm Ben Cock. <laughs> dare you to do that someday. Yeah. Go to Sweden. Tell everybody your name is Cock. And then they'll always tell, they tell you, they'll tell you how <laughs> hungry they are. Look at that kitchen. boy over there. Oh, look. His, his name is Cock. Your name is Kitchen. The burgy target burgundy. Do Swedish girls talk like that? Because yeah. that would turn me right off. The chicks will dig you, Ben. That's how it's pronounced. Huh? Shack. What? Shack? Yeah. Oh, I guess the K is, is pronounced sh- Shack. Oh, those Swedish well, people. I know. What do they know? I mean, look at the fish they have. They're little. They're red. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, anyway, plan my episode number. We don't know. 300, 400. Yes. It doesn't matter. I'll check. Brought to you by Pro Automotive of Webster and Dudley. Pro Automotive. Uh, Pro Automotive. If you've got trouble with your car, Truck or SUV, <laughs> Pro I forgot about is that. Who to see. Pro. 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 
They're really great. Giacomo's in Melrose, Massachusetts. I'm heading there this maybe this weekend and see Richie Talieri and have some some great authentic Italian quizine, I like to call it. Yeah. My grandma's coffee cake, the greatest in the world, one eight hundred eight grandma is the telephone number or mygrandma.com. And uh <coughs> speaking of our friend Billy down in Naples, we'll be seeing him pretty soon. A, a survey came out the two uh greatest places in America, to retire. One of them is Naples. Really? Yeah. Really? And the other one, guess guess what the other one is? You're never going to believe this. Scranton. Roslyn. Barnstable, Massachusetts. Oh, get the fuck I, out of here. I don't know why. I heard it on WBZ Boston today. Yep. Barnstable and Naples, one and two. And third is like some Michigan cities. Where'd they get this from? I, I don't know. Probably the internet then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Think of the internet, maybe. Jesus Christ! Thanks. So why would BZ do anything different than us? As far as good, I know. wanted to know where on the internet, cunt. I don't. How do I? Oh, she's okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Now we, uh, Lord, the gloves are off. This is episode two fifty nine. Penis breath. All right. Here, here's here's. Well, I don't know where well, they go. Whose fault is that? Call Ben. Call uh, uh, Ben. Uh, I am Ben, ben Parker. Ah. I'm, not I'm Ben Parker. Parker, and I have a great voice. I know, ben he, Parker, that guy, man, he, he just makes it like a. It's like a. He's got his own style. It's yeah. just great when he he's does good. It. He's good. He's good. He's a good guy too. Remember when he worked at WRKO with us? Yep. Good man. Uh, so, okay. So, and if you want to contact the podcast, uh, go planetmikeypodcast at gmail dot com. So that's where I got some complaints about why whatever happened to fifteen minutes of shame. Well, guess what? It's making a comeback. Really? Yeah. 15 minutes of shame because it and you, why because the audience demands it <laughs> that's why uh i got a bunch of random notes here hopefully they're interesting i was watching the, there was some great football on this past weekend by the way the, the the playoff round was pretty exciting don't you think ben yeah it was really good you have a sports show i do <laughs> so you should know this i'm watching mccaffrey who's unbelievable Hold on. He's sports yeah. and now sports that's all I have to say. McCaffrey, you know, he's a great player. But I noticed they had an end zone angle on him running toward the end zone, and he's looking up at the scoreboard, the big giant scoreboard they have at the end of the stadium, to see if there's anybody behind him that's going to tackle him. And I never thought of that. Normally in the old days, you know, they're running with the ball, and they, they look behind him a little bit to see if someone's behind him. He just looked at the scoreboard. Well, he's oh, running. So that gives you and an he advantage. he saw that there's nobody behind him. I mean, they've been doing this for a while. But, yeah, it's a, it's a heads-up play. I mean, there's guys from time to time that do that and use that to understand which angle the guy might be coming exactly. from and what he needs to yes. do. So, yeah, it's a really heads-up play. When McCaffrey he sees, is fantastic. sees the guy get close behind him, he makes a cut to the left just to get away from him. You know, right. I, I think it's something that the old running backs never had any help with. But, hey, you know, modern technology. Ben. <laughs> right, Bencock? <laughs> I'm getting sick of Patrick Mahomes. What? Why? I know he's good. I know he's you know he's great and he does all these things and he ad libs and he throws sidearm and he does. He, he's a he's a talented uh, manager of the ball when he in various situations. But you I don't mean, like his personality. No, I'm just sick yeah. and freaking tired of him. I, li- I do like his commercials with. Uh, with the coach, what's his name there, Walrus? Andy, Andy Reid. Yeah. Well-produced and, and they're, scripted, yeah. They're, they're good. They're fine. The commercials are great. Uh, and I and I, I know he's good, but I'm just sick and tired of him winning all the time. Buffalo should have won that game. They, they didn't get the kick. And they, then I tweeted a picture of Norwood's shirt with the number 11 pushed way to the right. 
And then the word Norwood is on over to the right hand. I got this this Twitter thing I do. It's kind of caustic. Yeah. And it got retweeted 37,000 times. <laughs> and all the Buffalo fans, oh, yeah, I, I remember Norwood. He, he missed one wide right, too. Because it's a Super Bowl. Wide and right. That, and that's exactly how they talk, those guys from Buffalo. They say, snowed again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just snowed. Well, went yesterday. <clears throat> In fact, it never stopped. Careful. Smurless might pull a gun on you. That's right. So... Some, yeah, Freddie. I Fred. know. I, well, I, you know, Fred's you probably know, listening his, right now. His dog just passed away too. On, oh, and I said, oh. I, I'm sorry, Freddie, because his, his dog. He had him for 15 years. I know, man. It's hard, man. It's a member of the family. <sighs> I did a little research on a guy named. You may not know about this guy, but I, I do. So if you Google him, you'll find out that I'm right. IV Shiver. Not IV, like in you know when you get blood transfusions. IV, I-V-E-Y. IV Shiver. IV Shiver. Interesting name. Now he was a. Uh, a, a football player. I think he played for I don't know, Georgia or something. Real good. He's also in the major leagues. But here's the here's the key with this guy. <laughs> That's my computer. Sorry. He played for the San Diego Padres uh, <clears throat> down in, in in the minor leagues. Yep. And could you go back to the script? Well, I didn't know you were reading it from I'm here. Reading, I want to make sure I get it right. Okay. Here you <laughs> go. He was a renowned punter. Where did he play? Georgia, the Dream Wonder team of 1927, All-Southern, All-American. He left base. He then went to baseball. San Diego Padres, minor league team in Southern California, of course, because that's where San Diego is. And uh, he quit baseball to coach football in Savannah, which left a spot open for a guy named Ted Williams. Who? How about that? Huh? Never heard of him. The story behind the, the story. Splendid Splinter? The kid? You don't, you don't know about him? 406? What do you want? Anyway, Ivy Shiver. I just liked his name. Now, you know, first of all, to me, Ivy's a, a girl's name. Shouldn't okay. it be? It's yeah, not, yeah. It's not yeah. a guy. Well, maybe I mean, his parents no. wanted a girl. No, Burl Ives. That's his last name. Ives. They, they used to call him Ivy. Well, I mean, this wasn't his real first name. No, his real first name was something stupid like Irwin or Clem, Clem Dog or something. <laughs> oh, no, stupid. it was. It was his real first name. His name was Ivy Merwin Shiver. There you a go. Terrible name. Merwin. All three names are bad. Terrible. Oh, I, I, I shiver just thinking about it. It's coming from me, too. Uh, so he was my random baseball player that I wanted to bring up on the podcast because no one's talked about him in about 80 years. Well. Born in 1907, January 22nd, which is my father's birthday. By the way, my father would, would have been 101. Wow. You know? How about imagine that? Imagine that, geezer. 101 he would have been if he were uh, still with us today. Um, so I have... God, I, I'm so thoughtful tonight. You ready? Go ahead, Mike. First of all, who's the guy who... A singer that I would hate the very most, having been to Fenway 4,000 times in my life? Vaughn Monroe. <laughs> No. no. Okay. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. It's his birthday today. Really? He's 83 and still an asshole. <laughs> the thing about him is that song, it, they brought that in. They did the whole thing. Everybody got drunk. And almost seventh inning, throw whatever. Ah, uh, sweet. Eighth inning. When did he do it? Eighth inning? Seventh inning. Sweet Se Kara. Yeah. And my least favorite part is when they go, so good, so good. <laughs> cram it up your asses with that song. <laughs> get it off there. Move on. Okay. It's a stupid tradition. It has nothing to do with Boston. Would you suggest another song? Uh, you know, who cares? It's a 
crap ass song but, and it's well, so you know dumb. Neil Diamond cares and he's 83 today. I don't care if he cares. But that's how they do fan fun. You know who <laughs> You know who else has a birthday today? And I met her and 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 played not played around with her, but we Excuse teased me? each other a little bit, had some fun on video. Really? In the nineties. Mary Lou Retton. Oh, she was a she's a little really, tiny four yeah. foot ten, you know, gymnast. Uh, yeah, she was nice. I met her once just to say hi, but she was real nice. She just had some a health scare. She's I guess she's okay. She's fifty six years old. They happy birthday, little Mary Lou Retton, hmm. who was very kind and funny and cooperative when we did that piece uh, with her at NECN back in the nineties. You know who else's birthday is today? Uh, no, John Belushi, dead, uh, and he's John. dead. But yeah. he's dead. Hey, wait, who's that other guy? Moonji. Moon Ji In. He's South you know, Korean politician. Yeah, let's, president of South Korea. Let's get him on the phone. Really? I'll go. I, wish got, him his, a I got his number. Do you have it? Speed dial. Try to get him on the phone. I also got Mark Eaton. The tall dude? Yeah. 7'4? Yeah. Was he Utah Jazz? Yes, he was. Oh, he sucked. Now, <laughs> so Barnstable in Naples, okay? Uh, Mary Lou Retton. I'm, I'm going through all my notes. Yeah. All right. Neil Diamond. Yeah, and yeah. you want to hear my? Want to hear a couple of really uh, pertinent solutions to American problems that I have simple solutions for, but I must take full credit for. And now Mike's solutions. Now, what do you want to start with the border? I don't care. Or, or green energy. They're your solutions. What do you say, Ben? Uh, let's start with border. All right, the border. Okay, here's what do we do. Everybody's talking about the border. As you know, 8 million people have come through the border on Joe Biden's watch, and, and that doesn't include the 1.7 million imagined gotaways. They don't know where they are, who they are. So there's a problem at the border. I don't think anybody will deny that. Even the Democrats now are saying, oh, yeah, you swear I'm here. How about that guy? Uh, uh, who's the guy who looks like Lurch, uh, the senator from Pennsylvania? Fetterman. Fetterman. Even he said, you know, I don't know how many can say we don't have a, a crisis going on. Don't I? He's, he's starting to make sense, that guy. I think his therapy's working. Could In be. any event, every person intercepted at the border, crossing the border illegally, will either be sent to what I call the farm until they're ID'd. You well, know, this is your solution. This is my farm. Yeah, they yeah. put a little, they put farms there. So now, you okay, you have a choice. You come, you're coming through illegally. You can go to the farm and wait till we ID you or let us know where you're going to be living and we fingerprint you, photograph you. So we know who you are because we don't know who you are right now. So you build a farm down in the Arizona, Texas uh, right. area. And in I the don't desert. care if they grow weed or watermelons or potatoes. It doesn't matter to me. But until they are ID'd as a person, uh, an actual person, they have to either stay on the farm or they can go back where they came from. They have two choices. You're not, in other words, you're not locking them up. You're not putting them in a detention center. You're giving them the opportunity to go to America and be a citizen. But first they have to clarify who they are, get their picture taken, get their thumbprints and all their fingerprints done. Apply for a green card. Figure out who yeah. they are and where they're going to go and who they're going to live with. Because they can't just come in and be homeless. We know what that does. Yeah. So they say, oh, I have a sister. Mi hermana lives in San Francisco. Okay. But where she live? Well, let's, let's contact. It's okay. To send these people to you. Then, Why then. is Louis Tiant trying to illegally? <laughs> That's not Louis. <laughs> Louis is more of the Louis talk a lot higher than that, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> so that's that's the first step. Now, so you're not pr imprisoning them, but you're giving them the opportunity. What happens on the farm while they're there? Well, they help out. 
Okay, maybe you have the military down there, and you're feeding them and housing them, and you got to clean, take care. Set up and the a kids are learning. The kids? the kids are learning English, and so are the people. Yeah. So while they're there, they're not just wasting their time picking fruit. No, they're being productive and being able to earn a comfortable. Uh, they're paying their life. keep, yeah. a little bit, and they're learning American whatever, including language. And then if they don't, if they don't want to do that. They can go right back over the border. Go right. Okay, there's Mexico. Go ahead. Now, in this little town of yours that you've come, you've set up, yes, um, would you have the death penalty for uh, gangbangers and stuff like that? Well, it depends how many gangs they bang. You just line them up uh, and shoot them for you know <laughs> raping and murdering other people. Well, if they, if they commit crimes within, yeah. they're out. They're in jail. They're in prison. They're criminals, and they're in America criminals. There, so they, they go right to jail. But on the Sounds farm, like they're already in prison. No, no, no. You just call it's it the not, farm. No, right. it's <laughs> nice on the farm because you get to do what you want. You'd you have do to, a job. You get to eat, drink, be with your family. You'd have to build a prison and, on. The we got to work on your and, pitch. It sounds slightly slavish. Hold on, it's not yeah. slavish. I'm just, no, I'm just saying the, the pitch no, needs some work. No, you are trading their services for a chance to become a legal American. Okay. Okay, and they can leave any time. So it's not prison-like or slavish okay. at all. That's what I'm saying. You need to work on the pitch. You need to add these well, details don't in. Don't say so, words like slavish and what's the other word? <laughs> Can't say that one. Prison-like. Oh, it's not. It's not. They can leave. I'm just saying. They can leave. Can you leave a prison when you? By the way, they. They're I can because I'm not a prisoner. They're closing the Concord Medium Security Prison. Why? Because I don't know. They say we don't need it or something. So I think we do need it. You know, what we should put in there shoplifters. It's a oh. medium security prison. Here's what you say. Shoplifting. You get caught shoplifting, convicted, one month. Oh, second time, two months. Third time, you're in there for three months. Let them get a taste of prison before they go stealing shit from stores. Yeah. See another solution, Ben, huh? There you go. You're always just cranking them out. God, I am. So, but I'm so far ahead of the rest of the world on this. I like the prison idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Page two. Page oh, two. Harvey, good day. Now, if the uh, immigrants choose to remain on the farm and attempt to, and attempt to enter the United States, they have to learn English to contribute to the farm, establish definite plans for employment and housing in America. Boom. Problem solved. The rest of the people have to go back. Would you have like uh, like uh, tests that you could uh, give out to certain people during uh, as they progress through the system? Yeah. You'd have a test that you'd be able to uh, yeah. pass to the next level? Yeah. You'd say... Uh, Who's the smartest man alive? And they say, oh, Miguelito Adams, man. And I say, yeah, let him in. Let him in. He gets the card. <laughs> it's terrible. So now, you know those things they're selling in the stores, those little Stanley Cups? That, you know, it's, to me, the Stanley Cup is a big metal hockey re reward for being the best team. It's, a, it's sacred. Right? Yep. Well, they, they have this little knockoff crap going on with Stanley Cups. Yeah, I and have they're some. selling them for you. Do I do? How I have one in my car you, right now. How much did you pay for it? I did not pay for it. You stole um, it. Shoplifter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jail. That woman that stole like six thousand dollars worth. I got them from her. Well, that's my next story. Thanks for ruining it. I was leading you in. News. Good Lord. He ruined I'm it. I'm being a good co-host. I'm setting you up. How did you know it was the next story? I didn't know. Well. Then you were flying in the dark, weren't you? I was making an educated guess. You ruined the segment, Ben. No, I saved it. You I've ruined been saving it. everything. Here's and now the news. <laughs> Here's Dolph Lundgren. Huh? Stanley Cup Mania landed one Sacramento woman in handcuffs last week after she wheeled a shopping cart full of the reusable water bottles out of a store without paying. Authorities said. 
On January 17th, retail workers reported seeing the suspect leave with dozens of Stanley Cups in her cart. She ignored their calls to stop and stuffed the merchandise into her car and one up her ass. No, no, I'm just, I made that up. Is this a member of the cultural enrichment community? I have no idea what this lady's problem is. Okay. Officers stopped the woman after searching her car. 65 Stanley Cups worth about $2,500 were recovered. Now, she's going to sell them on the black market. You know she is, or on eBay or something like oh, yeah. that. The woman who hasn't been identified, why not? They, her name should be first and foremost in this story for shame Got to protect the privacy of the criminals now. Come on, Mike. This would be a great 15 minutes of shame story if we had one. Fueled by influencers, the craze over the Stanley bottles, which are popular for keeping drinks chilled for hours, has led to fights and shouting matches, and exclusive colors come out of the shelves. Retailers on eBay selling them as much as $5,000. Jesus. Roseville police cautioned against trying to cash in on the craze by way of retail theft. Here's the quote. While Stanley quenchers are all the rage, the police department wrote on Facebook, we still Rizzuto doing we, this story. <laughs> we strongly advise against turning to crime to fulfill your hydration habits. Holy cow. <laughs> Call the money store. Toll free. 800 cash. What's that what's that commercial we like to sing? If you have got, 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 if you've got trouble with your no, car. No, no, no. <laughs> Which one? And you need cash now. Call J.G. Wentworth. Hey, I sent you the Eminem video today. Somebody put the Eminem together with that jingle. Oh, and, and oh, yeah. You got to see the thing. It's like it's genius. Whoever put it together. What's your favorite Eminems? Oh, it's hard to say. Peanut. 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 I would either go. You know what? I think I like OG original. A- ask me. Ask Hervé Villachez. Uh Hervé, what's your favorite Eminem? The plane. The plane. <laughs> Fucking hate you so much. I know you do. Three Kansas City Chiefs fans it's were found. so dumb. I know, I know. <laughs> but you haven't changed the channel yet, have you? No, no, three, three, <laughs> three Kansas City Chiefs fans were found dead. Now, this is not a laughing matter. Oh. They were found dead in their friend's backyard after the owner of the home hosted a watch party for the Chiefs-Chargers game on January 7th. Yeah. And the Chiefs won 13-12. This guy, Jordan Willis, hosted a watch party for his friends at his Kansas City home. It was 41 degrees Fahrenheit. Not a bad day. Following the Chiefs' win, Willis claims he went to bed but told his friends they could hang around if they pleased. Not until January 9th, two days later, when the fiancé of one of the men came looking for him and the bodies were discovered. After her fiancé never came home, she went to the friend's home and broke into the house. Then she found him on the back porch, dead. So three guys dead at this guy's yard. And the guy says, I don't know. I I thought they they left. (laughs) The story doesn't add up. No. He, the police arrived. Willis, the owner of the house, comes to the door wearing nothing but his underwear and holding an empty glass of wine. There you go. There's a clue. <laughs> and then they discovered the two other bodies in the backyard. I mean, it's an unbelievable story. And, of course, the families are saying, what do you mean, what do you, mean you thought they left? Oh, that's terrible. It, oh, what an unbelievable this. Now, that should be in the f- 15 minutes of shame situation, don't you think? Mm, interesting. Anyway, they're dead and they're not going to come back, but they got to there will be charges filed. There will be charges. And now, entertainment news. Uh, uh, you don't have anything entertaining? Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Oh. Richard Simmons is letting his fans know he's doing well. Yeah. 
On Monday, the 74-year-old posted a message on Facebook saying he plans to remain out of the spotlight. Here's his message. Hi, everybody. I wanted you all to know that I'm fine and I'm happy. I have a lot of people ask me for interviews, but right now I don't want to do them. It's a gray and rainy day here in Los Angeles, but my heart is filled with your kindness toward me. Love, Richard. We're going to find out he's been dead for like 11 years soon. <laughs> now, get this. He's Polly, in that Kansas City house with those other yeah. people. Polly Shore is, yeah. uh, wants to do a movie. Well, that's part of the story. Uh, did I ruin your story? No, but uh, you could uh, throw it in there. Well, oh, no. fuck you. Hold on. You got mad uh, I, at me about the Stanley Cup well, lady. She did, no. He does the exact same thing. Yeah. And you're like, go ahead. Share more, wait, wait Bill. Wait a second. It's much easier. What the easier. fuck is that? He already, he already gave the story. So, I mean, what, what am I... Uh, no, you didn't. You didn't give the Pauly Shore part of it. Well, you can go online and find a... Well, I think it's a... a wang. It's about a 15-minute... <laughs> uh, what's it called? A, uh, an extended uh, trailer. It's, yeah. it, it tells Pauly, a story. And it's, now, you want to talk about two washed-up people? Pauly One's playing Shore, the other one? Uh, Pauly Shore sucks. <laughs> I, he always sucked. I, everybody said, well, you know, the he got the part because of his remarkable resemblance to... Uh, to uh, the, the, Richard Simmons. Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I watched this clip today, and it's just, it's awful. It's terrible. The story on Richard Simmons was that he was so, uh, you know, um, unusual that he if he f- would fart in a hot tub, the bubble wouldn't come, it would come up, but it wouldn't <laughs> pop. Yeah. He came to RKO yeah. one day, and he's going to be on the Jerry Williams show. And uh, No, with Howie Carr. And uh, <laughs> we spent 10 minutes in the production room, and... He was just going, okay, turn on the tape recorder. So I did. He says, Howie, Howie. just kept oh. yelling for Howie Carr. Yeah. I, what, how did he ever get famous? I don't know, man, but he's, he gave me a shoulder massage, which was kind of cool. Did he? Yeah. Now that would rub me the wrong way. And he did have his little shorts on and that little tank top no. that he wears. Yeah, even he, worse. Than he that. was loaded, yep. Did it move? Uh, not yet. The shorts? <laughs> <laughs> but he was a friendly guy. He was a very nice guy. I'm sure he okay. was. Get ready, Mr. Sound Effects Man. You're oh. going to love this. Uh-oh. <clears throat> A flight was reportedly delayed after the plane ran into some unexpected flatulence. An excessively gassy passenger who had to be removed from the aircraft. Oh, that's terrible. It'd be like you sitting next to you on the plane. It would Did drive you, me no, crazy. Oh, come on, man. Oh, I, you, I smell like roses. No, you're like Steve Diossi. The No, no, please. <laughs> He's got, you know, anybody who sits next to him ever has a death wish. The flight was delayed. Okay, they removed the pa- the January 14th incident was documented by a Texas-based Reddit user named Longothix, who wrote about the smelly situation on an American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin. That's terrible. American Airlines did not immediately respond to People Magazine's request for comment. The, here's what he's, he said. I was seated near the row where the situation occurred, the passenger recalled. While the airplane was still at the gate, the documentarian says they saw and heard an audibly disgruntled and maybe hungover man. He reportedly exclaimed, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And proceeded to loudly pass gas. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's rude. How about this? Right? Oh, come on. Someone should have jumped on him and kicked the shit out of this guy. So to speak. The transgression did not end there. The man who, is purpose, who, who had just purposely farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, 
Yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time, the poster wrote, referring to a scent unrelated to his own actions. He's talking about the food smell. In response, a man in the next row reportedly said, if you don't like it, you can fly private, to which the gassy passenger replied, that's so fucking rude. The guy who just farted on the plane and brought attention to it is telling the other guy that he's rude because he wants him to sit and fly private. Anyway, the passenger chimed in. Another passenger said, I think we'd all agree you're the rude one here. (laughs) I think you're the rude one. (laughs) And then the spat continues. The flatulent flyer says, well, that's just so low class. Well, you're back here in economy with the rest of us, trying to shame the person who shamed him for farting, which is a shame. The flatulent flyer. (laughs) 15 minutes of shame. See, that would be a perfect little story for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But... You know, we don't have that feature until next week. That's correct. Unless you want to do it right now? No. Okay. Just saying. I I don't want to do anything right now except eat. Are you guys hungry? I'm I'm hungry. Bring something? I could eat the ass out of a rag doll. Excuse me? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I'd like to apologize for the behavior of our host. I decided today, without any imbibement of any kind, that I'm just going to let it fly on this podcast and say whatever I want to. And if someone wants to sue me, go ahead. Wow. Bill, you want to sue him? Combined, yeah. we'll do a class action. Well, he is living off that giant retirement of his. Huge. We could get that. It's the Ansel Adams collection. That's... My grandfather. I'm, I'm, I'm richer than people think. All right, now, names. If you get a, ba- a new baby, you say, I'm going to name this kid. There are some popular, you know, and names are trendy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like some of the trendy names now. Here are names, girls' names that are at the risk of extinction. Okay. Brooke, Blake, Mackenzie, Brooklyn, Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-I. So people aren't naming their kids these names Well, they're, 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 they're trending downward because they're not popular. They're popular for like 12 years. Remember that song, uh, there's a fragrance that's here to stay and they call it Charlie. Charlie. Oh, yeah. Kind of hip, kind of wow. Charlie, kind of hip, kind of now. Charlie. Remember that? I do now. Never. <laughs> yeah. How about Reagan, McKenna, Finley, Amanda, and Michelle? Do you have any names on that list that might be trending upward? Yeah, well, the most popular names for girls now, including my granddaughters. They're like classic names, aren't they? Olivia. Yeah, see? Classic Is- name. Yeah. Isabella. I, to me, that sounds like an old lady. Oh, Isabella. That's a nice name. We're going, going Amelia. To like- and remind me to tell you about Amelia, one of my Lyft passengers today. Okay. okay. Remind <gasps> you found me. Amelia Earhart? <laughs> Earfart. <laughs> Uh, Sophia, Emma, Charlotte, Ava, Ellie, Aurora, and Luna. These are all, well, mine is Luna, but these are all names that were probably incredibly popular in like the 1920s, 10s, whatever. Exactly. So, and you know, my my granddaughter's Olivia, she's adorable, and uh, that's fine. These are the most popular names. Now, men's. Men's names that may soon be extinct. You ready? Let's hear it. William. Julius. Julius. That's a good name. Oh, Julie. Jaden. That's a crappy answer. Johnny. What? Johnny? Johnny. What's wrong with Johnny? That's all American right there. Come on. Raiden. That's a terrible name. That sounds like a bug spray. That's, that's a, a character from Mortal Kombat. That's stuff Reed, that comes R-E- up in the basement. R-E-I-D. That's what I put on my saxophone. <laughs> Brady. Brady. Down 114 points for a first name for a boy. I'm not Brady. surprised he's not here anymore. He retired. Wow, that's it. See? Yeah. They, how quickly they forget. Yep. Yeah. 
Now, you know, it'd be Patrick will be the next one. I'm replacing Mahomes. Yeah. yeah, look at all those dipshits that named their kid Mac like three years ago. I thought they were going to be awesome. And here's last on the list of boys' names that, that should be replaced. Nasir. N-A-S-I-R. Nasir. Oh, yeah. I mean, Nasir, now you don't. Oh, but but how how come that's on on this list? I've never heard of anyone named Nasir. Have you? Are there any uh, names on that boys list that are trending upward? Yes, actually, yeah. boys names that are blazing in 2024. Would you like that information? Let's hear it. Okay, <laughs> Noah, <laughs> uh, Liam, yeah. Oliver, Elijah, mm. Mateo, Mateo, <laughs> Mateo Bone hurts. Mateo. Lucas, mm. Asher. No, that's a terrible name. Oh man, that's terrible. Well, Asher sounds like Ezra. A rich kid. That's also a terrible name. And you know what's ne- next? A name that's got to be a like. name on there that's better than Ezra. Michael. That was a joke for like four Michael. people listening. Michael is on that list. Michael's on. It's a it's a classic. Hold on, it's trending. Michael. Trending up. Now some people will call you. End up calling you Michael, Mikey. But Michael's a classic. Michael, Michael. So and then James motorcycle. is on there too. Yeah, James is my... Turn unit. the key and watch him pee. But John is trending downward? <laughs> if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. <laughs> be like dad, not like sis. Lift the lid when you take a piss. <laughs> How? What are you looking up here on the wall for? The joke's in your hand. <laughs> All right, now... So those are the names thing. So you guys, if you're going to have any babies, I want you to take, keep this in mind. Go with Michael. Thanks very much. Maybe the most popular name in the history of mankind. Probably maybe, not. Maybe maybe not. All right, so, uh, God, where, where, where was I? Oh, two things I want to tell you about. First of all, I looked up Rodney Dangerfield's greatest one-liners and i'm going to do them for you and you guys give me a, a, a scale of one to ten you're going to be oh. are you going to become like a rodney hey, Dangerfield? Oh, i love you hey, hey, good to see you oh, you know who wishes he was here for this who's that thornton hey ho <clears throat> last week i looked up my family tree two dogs were using it <laughs> oh. last week my house was on fire my wife told the kids be quiet you'll wake up daddy my doctor, he don't help either. He told me to run five miles a day for two weeks. I called him up. I said, Doc, I'm 70 miles from my house. <laughs> my wife can't do nothing right. She can't cook. I mean, how can toast have bones? <laughs> I know how to make a girl say yes. I ask her, am I bothering you? <laughs> Last week, I told my kid, be honest. Always be honest. He said, all right, I'm not your kid. I was so poor, my rich aunt died. In the will, I owed her $20. Hey! All right, Rodney's dead, too. That was a great, though. I know. can do that and steal that because he's, he, he can't sue me. He's dead. That's true, but his estate might come after you. You know, Lenny Clark told me he was the next to the last person to see Rodney Dangerfield alive. Really? Yeah. And the last person was Rodney's wife. How about and that? Lenny was the next to the last person. Hell, I'm, next time Lenny comes on the show, we should have him tell that story. I don't know. Lenny's busy, man. He's got that series, every uh, extended family is yeah, the name, name yeah. of it. Um, and uh, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, you know, and good for him, man. He's he's a good guy. Oh, oh, Michael Malley is is the uh, is the the executive producer. That you know who else is an executive producer of Extended Family? Yeah. Wick Grossbeck. Really? Yeah, and oh, Tom Werner. There you go. All those guys get along. All these NBC guys. Yeah. yeah. You think they give me a TV show? No. No, you get nothing. You I get, get nothing. And now Bupkus with Mike Adams. Yeah, I had another weird dream. You know, I hate to end on a kooky, crazy note like this, but I'm a kooky, crazy guy. 
I had, you know, I've been having weird dreams. Yes. And last week I told you about my third consecutive weird dream. This one is number four. You remember that? I told you about that big chick on the uh, Jardians commercial. She's back. This time in weird, weird dream number four, she caught up with me again. This time I was at the gym. I was uh, on the treadmill with my earpiece in, you know, listening to. Oh, actually, I was listening to Dancing Queen by ABBA, which is one of my favorites. Uh, and then I was yanked off the machine suddenly from by behind. By the Jardians girl? By the Jardians girl. She yanked you off? She yanked me off the, the, the treadmill. She's a bully. Did she sing? She's a big bully. Uh, she started to slap me in the face. Now, I bet I'm you like, liked it, didn't I'm you? I'm like, what's up with that? This is in your dream. Over and over, slapping me in the face, yelling at me for making fun of her on that prior podcast. She must listen. I said, what? When did I make fun of you? She said, on the podcast. Whack! She hits me in the face. Like, it's hard. She's big. <coughs> and you made fun of me on Twitter. Whack! She hits me. I was like, Jesus. <coughs> I was getting upset. I said, by the way, it's called X now. She hit me again. Whack! She was pissed. She was so she was, people were yelling, hit her back! Hit her back! I yelled, I don't hit girls. And that's when she pulled down her pants. And she had a penis. Oh, uh, there you go. Well, there's your there's your opening right there. And it was a, it was fat, like she is. <laughs> a fat penis. And then I woke up. <laughs> and it was like, thank God. Thank God that was a dream and it's a nightmare. So what did we learn? That was good, Mike. Well, first of all, two things. Don't even listen to ABBA. And the other thing is... <laughs> the other thing is, if a big, fat chick wants to kick your ass... Yeah. Just letter, okay? Yeah. Give All me right. a big roundhouse. It's good advice for everybody. <laughs> a lot of good videos on X. That yeah, but she and she thought it was called Twitter. That's how stupid she is. Jerk, hitting me and everything. No, it was a dream, so I can't. She can't sue me because it didn't really happen. I can't sue her either. But uh, it may have happened in an, uh, like in another dimension. Maybe it wasn't really a dream. It was you were living a, your other life in, in another in, dimension beyond the veil. Yeah, that's probably it. Well, we like to close with uh, some artistic, uh, musical, cultural enhancements for you, yes. the listening audience. Yes, we do. Smitty has got a lot. He knows everything about music. He knows every song. Ben knows every about every song that's probably you know rap, rap artists. Hey, by the way, you know what song we should do sometime? What? The Rapper. Remember the rap, the rapper, raps, they call him the rapper? We should do that, but make it into a rap song. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But for now, let's stick with something good like Broadway. <laughs> Show tunes? Show tunes. Yeah. Richard Simmons is here. Show tunes! Play it! Play the show tunes! 76 trombones led the big parade 110 cornets close at hand They were followed by rows and rows Of finest virtuosos The cream of every famous band 76 trombones caught the morning sun And 110 cornets up there behind There were more than a thousand breeds Springing up like weeds There were horns of every shape and kind They were horny there were copper bottom timpani and horse platoons. Thundering, thundering all along the way. Double bell, euphononi, noniums. <laughs> Each bassoon having his big fat say. 
50 mounted cannons in the battery Thundering, thundering, louder than before Clarinets of every size and trumpeters who'd improvise a full octave higher than the score Get really bored with this Oh my, Robert Preston? Get me out of here Jesus H. Christ on a popsicle stick